0: FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Abdul-Aqib Shabazz, the program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. How are you, my friend?
1: Oh, it's been peaceful and quiet all, oh, all week long. Nothing mm-hmm. going on. Sure. Everybody everybody behaving the proper way. No,
0: not, not, Nothing
1: going on, old friend.
0: I'd like to uh, preface today's show by thanking you for doing all the work for today's <laughs> show and your uh, fabulous donors who paid for you to do this fabulous polling. I thank you. We do appreciate it. So you did the poll you uh pulled on uh, a lot of things. Uh, yes, we teamed up with uh, a company called
1: ARW Strategies. Uh, they're a pollster based out of my home state of Illinois. Uh, they polled for the Indiana Manufacturers Association a while back, and I chose them as opposed to an Indiana pollster because I didn't want them to be influenced by anything Gosh. going on here in the state of Indiana. Now, granted, it's, it's an out-of-state firm, so they may not be as familiar with the intricacies, but actually that's kind of good.
0: Yeah, that doesn't matter, right? I mean, you're just asking questions. You give them the questions to ask; they ask the questions. Right. Okay, so tell me how a poll – works because I'm super interested and I've had some people ask. I was just having a conversation with a very high profile candidate the other day about this. You poll on obviously a variety of topics. Some of the topics are statewide, like who's running for what, how do people feel about who, but then you also do like the Marion County prosecutors race, which is specifically Marion County. So how do you make, how does the pollster make all of that work when different people are running in different areas for different offices.
1: Oh Well, one of the things we do is, uh, luckily with, with Marion County, it has clear defined boundaries. Yeah. And so we can tell by zip codes if you're in Marion County or Hamilton County or wherever you are. And so from that perspective, the, the polls are like, hey, this is a Marion County zip code or Marion County phone number. So we can just ask the Marion County uh, questions. We polled 600 people statewide and 300 people in Marion County. Now we could have probably pulled a little bit more a few more in Marion County to maybe get like three fifty, four hundred, but it started to get a little bit of cost. Ah. cost prohibitive. So I was like, okay, let me just, I can't go back and prime the pump too much.
0: So when you get this poll back, and obviously you're the customer, you've paid the bill thanks to your very generous, wealthy <laughs> friends. Uh, what's it like to have generous, wealthy friends, by the way? Huh. Uh, I have ne- I have uh, ne- neither. <laughs> um, Actually feels pretty darn good sometimes. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I have many wonderful friends. But when you get the poll back, do you look at it, and what do you look for to say? Because obviously your neck is on the line when you put the information out into the public this is you know abdul's poll yeah. what do you look at when you get the results back to go ah this seems like it's it's probably pretty accurate
1: uh the first thing i look at is what the I look at what i called the top line uh-huh so todd young versus tom mcdermott destiny wells versus Diego morales etc cetera, etc cetera. and I, I look at the top lines to see okay am i, I going to see anything interesting yeah and this time we actually did uh, based on the results which we'll talk about shortly and then uh, after going through the top lines, I go into the what, what I call the crosstab. Ah,
0: uh, yes, that's where the value is, right? Yes, yeah, so we
1: break it down by demographic: Republicans, Democrats, age, race, mm-hmm. you know, Northern Indiana, Southern Indiana, the the whole nine. That's that's where that's where the that's where the money is in yeah. the crosstab data.
0: Well, and what you pay help me understand this when you what you pay for really is this polling firm has got to get it right in the sense of if forty percent of the state is a reliable hardcore Republican. And thirty percent is Democrat, you don't want them surveying forty percent Democrat, thirty percent Republican. Like there is a, a real art to getting polling accurate.
1: Right. And what they do is they look at uh, they look at sort of what's called the baseline. Uh huh. In other words, look at like say like the, the state auditors or treasurers race. Yeah. And those are sort of down the ballot races. And usually you vote for you're Republican, you vote for R, D, you yeah. vote for D. There is there usually isn't a whole lot of crossover. Speaking
0: of which, this is interesting. Daniel Elliott is by far the most conservative candidate statewide on the ballot this year, Republican, running for state treasurer, and no one's talking about him. He's breezing to victory. That just blows my mind that of all the people, you'd think he would have been the one that would have got all the grief because he's way more conservative than young, than, uh, young Morales, and nobody's talking about yeah, him. Yeah, Dan, but Dan Elliott, is, he's
1: not a jerk. <laughs> I've, known, I've known Dan for years. Uh, Dan's actually a really good guy. Uh, more conservative than, than both of us. Uh, but we get along really well, really fine. He was a former chairman of the Morgan County yeah. Republican Party. Dan, Dan's a really good guy. And so the the fact that he, – and he's not really skating because he's working his butt off. Yeah. Just going to, to to events and festivals and fairs, the whole nine yards. He's just not on television yet.
0: Yeah. Um, and I will vote for Dan Elliott. So for all the – I am a split – I am a coveted split-ticket voter, Abdul. I am the one that everybody claims to want to have. I am uh, voting for uh, a Republican – and then I'm voting for some libertarians and then some non-party-identified people in the school board races. I'm the one everyone should want, and yet no one wants me.
1: Oh, I can see that. <laughs> now, my wife, on the other hand, is, 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 he is a true split-ticket voter. Yes. I, just a quick story. That woman, God love her, she voted for Barack Obama, Mitch Daniels, Greg Ballard, and Cherish Pryor.
0: Yeah, that's uh, – I have always – we've talked about this many times over the years. Any person running for statewide office in Indiana – should, well, I mean, really anybody, period, but certainly a statewide race, should have to sit in a room with your wife with their arms taped down to a chair so they can't leave for an hour and just listen to her talk about what she looks for and how she votes.
1: Yes. And after about 10 minutes, you will be ready to get about the chair.
0: Yeah, but it's the advice <laughs> that she will give, because I think your wife is like many— Casual voters, and I don't, I don't, I don't mean that. She, she,
1: she pays, she pays attention, but she's not in the weeds.
0: Exactly, exactly, right, right, right. Like you and I, there's no. We know who we're going to vote for based on the information that we dig into. I think your wife is someone who could be swayed based on public behavior or ads or voting record you know the high top of the thing voting records
1: and every once in a while she'll ask her husband
0: yes absolutely Because
1: like if, if somebody she doesn't like honey who's this person like honey you don't want to vote yes. them. They're, they're kind of an
0: ass all right okay so let's get into the polling there are times when you do polling and i say well that strikes me as being full of crap and then there's times you do polling and i say that seems like it's spot on uh one question I did have is when you're polling Marion County you talk about 300 people in Marion County. Do you do a separate poll for the statewide race? Because Obviously you have to include Marion County in the statewide race. It's the, yeah. you know, largest yeah. Yeah. county. Yeah. We,
1: if, if someone is in Marion County, we we ask separate questions, ah. we keep them in the in the 600
0: okay people. Okay, very good. Okay. Um Okay, so I actually looked at this poll and I said while surprising, I think there's probably a lot of merit to it Uh, and let's start with the Secretary of State's race. Diego Morales, the Republican, trailing Destiny Wells, the Democrat, but there are so many people that are still undecided, go.
1: Uh, Yeah, Uh, Destiny Wells is leading by four points, which is within the polls margin of error. She's leading like 36 to 32, Uh, Jeff Moore has 7% and 25% of the total of the rest of the vote remains undecided. However, when you break it down by group, that's where Diego has some major issues uh, yeah. because Diego only has about uh, two-thirds of the Republican vote right now, about 63 percent, which means the other 30-something odd, 30-32 percent is still undecided. And I think that's in part because of the, the convention, the, the getting fired, all, all, all the bad news that yeah. Diego's had to deal with. And by the way, I just make it perfectly clear, I purposely, purposely did not poll we, – we purposely got the poll done before the story broke yes. on Diego's alleged sexual misconduct. I did not want that to influence – Right. What what people thought. So just just make that perfectly clear for all you people who are listening, like, you know, you know we we, we didn't do that on purpose. Now, I do think that uh, Destiny has a shot at winning if she can get her, her message out. Right. And just sort of stick with stick with the issues, stick with the, you know, Diego's giving you more than enough more than enough stuff to work sure. with. Sure. You know, you have to you have to talk about abortion from here on out. So I think I think from the from the Secretary of State's race, I think Destiny has a has a good shot at winning. Now please note also uh, once again, a poll is not a prediction. Yeah. It's a snapshot in time. Yeah. And but we're not saying that uh, this that Destiny's gonna win or Diego's gonna lose. We're just saying this is what the numbers say right now. Now please note that could change. Yeah, sure. Change down the road. Well,
0: and I don't think anybody would dispute when they look at the poll result. Does anybody think Destiny Wells is not going to get thirty six percent? Woody Myers almost got thirty six percent and he was the worst the guy who ran for Democrat candidate for governor a couple of years ago. He almost got that, and he has the worst candidate imaginable. So everybody goes, Well, that's not accurate. I don't think anybody disputes Destiny Wells is probably going to get 36% of the vote or more when all the votes are tallied, which is why I give a lot of credence to the poll, because the people, it's Diego who is underperforming. Like, it very easily could be Diego at 50. If it were a normal Republican, right. you could see, like, again, if it were a Daniel Elliott, Dan Elliott, 50%, 51%, Destiny Wells, 36%. That's a normal type of election in this state your polling really shows what we already knew which is there's a lot of questions about diego
1: and and see the thing is too uh we also uh did a did a poll back in july just to to try some new new sample techniques and the numbers really didn't change all that right. much
0: yeah you're you're right uh obviously there is i have a very very i'm taking a huge interest in uh the third guy in the equation which is jeff moore the libertarian that's probably weirdly the most important part of all this long-term because if he gets 10%, that means ballot access primary ballot access for the libertarians going forward every county gets second in it means the libertarians have a seat on the county election board he's at 7 which is not 10 but with all those undecided republicans
1: i could i could very easily see jeff getting 10
0: yeah I, and i think a lot of people feel that way he's weirdly the only candidate running ads that i've seen huh. that's a bizarre world like he's running ads on wibc right now radio stations across the state where are destiny and diego diego
1: uh they did a uh they did sort of a group ad Recently, with Dan Elliott and Tara Klutz at the at the State Capitol, what? Yeah, they did they did a sort of a, a, a combination ad.
0: Why would those two candidates, Elliott and Tara, who are totally safe and fine, be pictured with that guy? Why would they, if I were running that campaign, I'd go, "Oh heck, no!"
1: Well, this I remember this all happened before.
0: I would have said it before, before then.
1: Before before the news broke, and so now it's going to cause some consternation uh, in that in that group of uh, in that in that group. Um, but no, I, I do think that uh, Jeff Moore has a good shot. Of getting ten percent, if Jeff Moore gets ten percent, to me that is the story of election night.
0: Yes, absolutely, hundred percent agreed. Because nobody's under the delusion a libertarian is going to win, but it is it is a it has will have huge ramifications. All right, so if you were advising Diego right now, let's just uh, let's just play this out. This could be a dangerous exercise. Clearly. He has a big problem in which there are a bunch of Republicans. What did you say? It's 25% of Republicans are un- undecided? Basically. Uh, for
1: Diego, almost 30%. Okay.
0: So how does he win those people, especially since it has not been a good week for him since the poll came out? Maybe it didn't affect negatively. Maybe it did. We don't know. But I don't think anybody's under the delusion of, boy, it was a really good week for Diego, and that's really going to help him with voters. What does he do to win these people other than just close his eyes and hope?
1: He's really got to turn out uh, the Republican voters uh, because he was at an event, I uh, want to say recently, in Crawford County, uh, actually a couple days ago. And here's what he said. He talked about the Democrats are throwing the kitchen sink at him. Yeah. Is what he said. And then he said they will never break his spirit.
0: Oh. what? How do you – like I'm certainly not a democrat am I throwing the kitchen sink at him as well I mean the victim mentality right the victim it's always the victim mentality with with a lot of these politicians nobody is going to confuse me for being a democrat and I'm saying many of the things other people are saying because People have questions about these things. His work record, his military record, what does he do for a job? All of these things existed long before these allegations. The allegations to me, because you can't prove them, you can't disprove them, I throw those out for the most part, and I'm... Not voting for the guy based on the other stuff does he not realize that that the people in this poll are telling you we're not voting for you or committed to vote for you right now for things that have nothing to do with these allegations
1: um i'm not sure if diego appreciates that or not uh, what i what i what i can say is that uh if he wants a, a shot at uh at winning this thing he's gonna have to really he said he's traveled to all 92 counties he had to travel all 92 counties again over the next 30 days and change he's got to really really turn out and crank up the republican vote but once again So if a third of Republicans are undecided a month out before Election Day, you got some issues.
0: Here's the other weird thing, and then we'll get on to the U.S. Senate race. The other weird thing to me is his social media, on his social media, maybe he's doing more and just not talking about it. I don't know. But his social media appears to be that he mostly goes to, like, Republican breakfasts, Lincoln Day dinners. If you don't have those people sewn up— like. You should be just sending a campaign aid saying, "Hey, we're here for Diego. Uh, please vote for Diego. Thanks. He really appreciates it. He's out knocking on doors right now. He's finding swing voters. Like, if you're going to hardcore Republican events at this point, that's
1: not good, right?" It. I don't. I don't see any. For, I don't see any formula where this works.
0: Okay. All right. Let's move on to the U.S. Senate race. Uh, also very interesting. Even more interesting to me, because Todd Young. The old Duke of Spendingburg, uh, my my good, close, uh, personal friend, is uh, barely ahead of Tom McDermott, who this shocks me because Tom McDermott is a terrible candidate. Are you surprised at the numbers? Well, let's talk about the numbers first, and then are you surprised?
1: Um, yes and no, uh, because right now, uh, Todd Young is receiving like 39% of the vote, uh, Tom McDermott is like 37%, and James Ciniak is, I want to say, like 6%. Yes. Well, 17% of the voters are undecided. Now, here's the interesting thing: when you when you break that down by Democrats and Republicans, I want to say about a quarter of Republicans are undecided on Todd Young. Ah, Now see. And, and look like this because this sort of ties into the thirty the thirty something percent who are undecided on Diego Morales. Yes, they are. There are different Republicans <laughs> because on the one hand, Todd Young has an issue with the MAGA, the Donald Trump Republicans, uh-huh. whereas Diego Morales has an issue with the establishment. So what
0: you're saying is Todd should call me offline, little back channel coordination here and go rob i'm very sorry for all the egregious things i've done can you please help me with these people who clearly listen to wibc every day and are aware of my egregious voting record
1: well it's a little late
0: yes it is i don't think we're going to patch things up <laughs>
1: well <clears throat> we'll know that in fact that it's 30 days out for an election right. like this this should have all been done back in like January.
0: Yeah, right. You know, you're you're 100 right. Why didn't he do that? I mean, obviously we're kidding about me directly, but you're right. There are a whole bunch of uh, conservative, liberty-minded Republicans who cannot stand this guy, and he has made no overture whatsoever. Even the ads he's running, like there there is no overture to these people whatsoever. Why didn't he do that? Um, because I think
1: uh somebody probably did a calculation. Indiana's a Republican state. Yes. <laughs> He's got uh, a bajillion dollars in the bank. Yes, and so he should win uh, wholeheartedly. Just don't screw anything up. Right. Uh, like I said, McDermott on the other hand does have a whole lot of money, but McDermott, I'll give McDermott credit. He's he's got he's he's got cojones.
0: Well, and we've said this because we've had McDermott on the show several times before the Kendall and Casey show. Uh, he will come on. He will answer questions. We give him credit for that. I think the guy is a goof, but. Sometimes just being the alternative goof to another goof is uh, good enough. And the poll's interesting because his number's 37, Destiny's 36. Again, I don't think there's any planet where people don't think the Democrat nominee for U.S. Senate wasn't going to get 37%. It's another example, while McDermott is only, quote, down 2 he could be down a lot more if Todd Young were just a better candidate.
1: And actually, he's within the margin of error.
0: Right. He could be
1: up. Because the margin of error is 4%.
0: Yeah. So I, I, there really is the takeaway from the U.S. Senate race and the Secretary of State's race is not that the Democrats, people are falling in love with the Democrats. They're doing how Democrats normally do. It's that the Republicans are, are, under, are underperforming. Are very flawed. Okay, same question. You, I asked you about Diego. I'll ask about Todd Young. What should he be doing in these final 30 days? Because right now his ads, his ads so far that I've seen on uh, streaming services, and I think they're the ones running on TV are, I'm a Marine. Well, duh, we've known that for 12 years. And now he's got some ad about the CHIPS Act, which Republicans, and, or well, at least conservatives, really don't like because you teamed up with Pelosi and Schumer and Kamala and uh, the rest of the, the Democrat goof troop, and you added a whole bunch of money to the national debt. He's like he's running ads; they're not going to help him with the people he needs help with.
1: Um, I like I said, with 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 Todd Young, I think I think what Todd Young is basically counting on is uh, the economy, inflation, Indiana being a, a Republican state to carry him over over the threshold. Like I said, I I, I still think Todd Young is going to pull this off because just just because of the dynamics, he doesn't have the baggage that Diego Morales right. has. Right.
0: Yeah. There's there's no world where Todd Young doesn't win, is there?
1: There, there are several worlds where Todd Young really.
0: Doesn't. Yeah, any, I'm, I'm probably in politics,
1: anything can happen.
0: Really? I mean, but, but okay, like if we were handy, okay, let's use a sports betting analogy. You know, minus in sports betting analogy makes you the favorite. Todd Young is still minus minus three or 400, right? Because, let's face it, the majority of those undecided Republicans are going to look at it and go, well, yeah, all the things Rob says every day, those are true, but... Uh, I just can't stand the thoughts of Schumer keeping the Senate. I guess i got to hold my nose and vote for this guy. Right? I mean, there's going to be a whole bunch of people who, people who do that.
1: There'll be some people who do that. There'll be some people who skip over the race. There'll be some people who vote for Tom McDermott and some people who vote for James Ciniak. Yeah. So the question is, what is the breakdown?
0: Yeah. Is this... Are these results... Because you have a, candidate, a Republican candidate who the more liberal establishment Republicans don't like in Morales, you've got a Republican candidate where the more conservative liberty-minded candidates don't like in todd young is this an eye-opener for the libertarians that if you could get a really wealthy person to run or a really a person who's really good at fundraising to run that you might have a puncher's chance one of these days to pull one of these elections off because let's face it the vast majority of people unless they are really involved or listen to wibc or really pay attention probably still don't know who jeff moore or or James Siniak is just because they're not on airwaves for the most part. Moore is running radio ads, but let's face it, you're not seeing him on streaming services, you're not seeing him on TV. That If they could get someone who could get out there, they could actually be competitive.
1: I think so. Uh, It's just a matter of money and resources. It is,
0: absolutely. Uh, Okay, so, uh, but you still think Todd's going to... Pull this right I, think, out. I
1: think I think to, I think Todd I think pull it off.
0: Freedomfoodsindiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. Freedomfoodsindiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love freedomfoodsindiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomfoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Dula keep Shabazz, program of State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Uh, go Working through Abdul's poll uh, that he conducted on a bevy of issues. Real quick for our friends listening, just in Marion County, you did poll in the prosecutor's race. And, man, this is going to be disappointing to a lot of Marion County Republicans. But it looks like Ryan Mears is going to cruise to victory.
1: Uh, possibly. Uh, because Mears leads in the, in the new poll we just did, like, 50 to 30, 51 to 30. This right is in now. the
0: Marion County prosecutor's yeah, race. Marion County prosecutor's race. Now,
1: please note... Uh, because we only did we only because we only do 300, uh, the numbers are skewed a little bit. Because uh, I, I would like to have done 400, uh, but we had some uh, cost. Yeah, cost cost related issues. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so uh, we and did, for people who complain about that, don't you just look at them and go, "Sorry for being the only person so far who's tried."
1: Yeah. Sorry for giving you this information. Well, I gotta I gotta uh, not to not to take us off a, a train here. I got an email the other day. I think I showed it to you. Uh, Khalifa, whatever the hell her name is, the write in <laughs> candidate uh who didn't get enough signatures to get on the ballot. Right. Emailed me to to say, "Hey, your poll is total BS. You you <laughs> should you shouldn't be doing like this. You you should include all nine US Senate candidates." Oh, sure. And so I told her, "Hey, you know what? If you if you want that yeah. information, you go spend the money and you go do the poll yourself or
0: get the signatures to get on the ballot." ballot. Exactly. So, get the yeah. out of here. so so you, but mir but you, but while you're a little bit you wish you could have pulled more people and maybe that skews in favor of Mears. he still probably got a decent lead of some sort
1: i would say Mears probably has uh like i said this poll had about 20 points i'd say the, the the really is probably about i say probably about 10 now yeah. now please note uh cindy, Car- cindy Carrasco does have a path to victory but i really do think that she should be spending her time in those crime-ridden neighborhoods like you no know, forget guys and you know all that in the, in the far south side, you know. Go Hawville, you know. Uh, you know, uh, Babe Ditty. Those, those neighborhoods that have crime-related issues. There
0: are votes to be won.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people aren't necessarily happy with uh, the way the prosecutor's office has been run, for whatever reason.
0: Okay, uh, you did have something that was released on Wednesday in the poll. It brought a, um, as a word my a phrase my mother used to use when I was a, a child, a smile to my face and a song to my heart. It only took six years, the shutdown of the state, the closure of tens of thousands of businesses, trying to put you in jail for not wearing a mask, a million plus people out of work, the meet and greet with Malik Muhammad, uh, many tax increases, record government, record government spending, but Holcomb is finally underwater. But only by a couple of points. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's, let's face it though, that's way different than where he was in your previous polls that you've done.
1: Yes, uh, before... Uh, Holcomb was uh, uh, two, three, five points uh, above water. Uh, Now he's sort of underwater along with Joe Biden. Um, I think, once again, people are just sort of sick and tired of politics altogether. Is that
0: it? Because I was wondering, like, what has changed? Because clearly a lot of Democrats crossed over to vote for Holcomb. There were a lot of Biden-Holcomb voters in 2020. So it's not like, well, the big government finally caught up with a bunch of people. The stuff Holcomb was doing, they would have tended to agree with. Why why have people kind of... Some people soured on him.
1: I think it's probably more, uh, like I said, once again, that, that 25 30 percent of Republicans, oh, who, who are who are mad at the governor for all the for all the reasons that that you yeah. mentioned. And I think uh, that's why his approval rating is down by those couple of points.
0: Is he concerned at all about that? Because let's face it, he can't run for re-election, and he's probably not going to run for U.S. Senate. So if you're on your way out the door, it's like, well, whatever, great,
1: yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry, you wasted your money on that question, Abdul. You know I mean? Is that, is that like...
1: I, I, actually, no, because that would, that, would, that would have been a question I would have asked regardless. How's yeah. the governor doing? How's the uh, president doing? And uh, today, uh, uh, as we record this, uh, about 11 o'clock this morning, uh, we're going to do uh, the mayor Whether the mayor should get a third term.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, now, I will ask this. You did... Uh, by the way, so Holcomb was 47 disapproved, 44 approve. I never thought I'd see the day. I'm glad I lived long enough to see it happen. Um You did poll on Biden as well, and he is almost identical to the vote total in 2020. Right,
1: 41 to 50 ish.
0: Any surprise that it's not greater against him? Any surprise that that's what it was?
1: No, no. Indiana's uh, always been, no, knowing Indiana, how Indiana's political culture works, that doesn't surprise me at all.
0: Okay. Now, did you poll on yourself? Would you like to acknowledge, let let me rephrase the question Would you like to acknowledge polling? on any potential candidates for mayor of Indianapolis next year?
1: Um, we did some checking, and I'll let you know what those are a little bit later today.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, All right.
1: we, we, had to a, we had to have a conversation first.
0: Oh, okay. All right, very good. Well, I just thought I'd take a stab because every show I'd take a stab yeah, at
1: it. But the thing to keep in mind is uh, the, the the municipal voter is different than the general election voter. Yes. And so that's why we we we, we, we did we did our, our mayoral stuff We put a big asterisk mark. Yes.
0: It. okay uh want to spend the rest of the time on the show final three-ish minutes or whatever it is we have left talking about the fallout of your piece on the allegations against diego morales by the two women um we obviously previewed it last week and a uh, record number of hits it was very amazing <laughs> uh people checking out that show and we thank people for for tuning us in even if it was for the first time were what was the response that you received from the public at large, and were you surprised by the response that you got?
1: Um, not really. Uh, you had the you had the, the the diehard R's like no, this is total BS. It's you know they're doing this right before the election. You know, it's it's the, they're they're doing with their Democrat allies, blah blah blah. Which the, the problem is though, then why did one woman go to Kyle Hupfer beforehand months ago and say hey? I have some issues with Diego Morales here is what happened because uh, Caitlin Lang, who did the story in the Indianapolis Star that Friday, uh, kind of put out a statement like, yeah, I, I knew about it. Are you, I, I knew about the allegations.
0: I'm not trying to defend for here because, you know, I'd sooner just rip my eyes out than do that. <laughs> but I, 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 we said this on the air, I kind of agree with him in the sense that people are giving him crap for saying, well, what was this supposed to do? He's not a law enforcement officer he doesn't have subpoena power he doesn't have investigative authority in the sense of the you know the arm of the government he said it's not my story to tell and if every time someone makes an allegation I can't spend you know tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars of party resources to investigate it we all know my opinion of the guy but I I kind of read a statement and said I think he's right um, isn't he
1: I, I think he's right to a point but uh, when you you look at well uh, the accusations against uh, Diego Morales and uh, you expose that to what happened with Curtis Hill. It, it, you can you can make an argument that okay is, is Kyle being totally consistent because oh when, good point because when Curtis Hill had his allegations they were yeah. like I'm immediately you know, let's throw him out and get good rid of him good point blah 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 Diego Morales Kyle Kyle really didn't he didn't really side with Diego he just said hey look I what do you want, what do you guys want me to do yeah
0: they were not neutral many Republicans many high profile Republicans were not neutral and let's see where the facts lead us when it was Curtis Hill that's a great point uh kind
1: of scared that i'm the guy who does this. well
0: (laughs) what what was the response from the people in your orbit about the diego thing now take away the twitter people and the public at large in the party insider people that you hang out with what was their reaction to it
1: their reaction was either a omg number two i heard about this and number three i'm i'm not surprised that it came out
0: uh one final thing i want to ask about this the statement Diego released to Adam Wren, or at least Adam Wren was the first to produce it, I don't know if he got it to more people, was littered with grammatical mistakes. How how does that even happen? Like, you know this is coming out. You know you're going to be asked about it. You know whatever you're going to put out is coming out. Wouldn't you have had the statement like a week ahead of time prepared and it looked like someone sent a talk-to-text response to Adam Wren?
1: Uh, that, that, that did not surprise me at all. Uh, the other thing, too, uh, that uh – that, that 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 was interesting, was Diego Morales saying no one ever spoke to me. He's like, well, you need to talk to your campaign people about all that.
0: You did all <laughs> the work this week, and I thank you for that.
1: Not a problem, because it was because uh, like I said, because the story broke uh, last Friday uh, at 7 a.m. and I sat there with my computer down in French Lake, I was getting ready to go do my thing with sure. the Indiana Energy Association. I'm like, okay, if you press in. there's no going back No going back so okay let's do it
0: well thank you for the polling it was really well done i appreciate it and uh we'll talk to you next week all right freedomfoodsindiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door no need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store freedomfoodsindiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse i'm rob kendall i love freedomfoodsindiana.com and i know you will too It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com From Abdul Hakim Shabazz, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings.